0: Stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite
1: good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm it. Yeah. I don't think he felt it. Hello again and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 24 and I am Tani Santabria.
0: And I am JDK Winnekin. We are here to debunk the junk and that junk is the BS stories that we define as the things that we tell ourselves that no longer serve us. Mm-hmm. How do we see them and then how do we let go of them?
1: Yeah, because sometimes we think these stories actually are helpful.
0: We do. That's
1: why we hold on to them.
0: We do and they-
1: Really aren't. They really aren't once we really start to kind of dive in and -hmm. and look at them a little bit closer.
0: Yeah. And they're not always BS stories about negative things. They can be BS stories about
1: positive things. They can be. That's one of my favorite questions to ask um, my clients when they're telling me a story. I'm like, oh, how does that help you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do they learn that that's your code for telling them that that's a story?
1: <laughs> like, ooh,
0: ooh, 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 how does, how does it that help you? Mm, oh mm. yeah, you've said that to me a few times. How does yeah, that help you?
1: Yeah, how does that help you?
0: Well, and usually the answer to whatever it is is it. It's it helps because it it provides a way to not take a look at maybe the reality of a situation yeah. yeah
1: and sometimes maybe there was a helpful component at one time mm-hmm. in their life right and okay so that makes sense and then right now though we can sort of really take a look and and maybe figure out that right now in this moment
0: it's not helpful yeah it doesn't serve you anymore right right yeah, yeah because a lot of those those stories and those coping mechanisms we we come by them honestly mm-hmm. earlier in life mm-hmm. yeah right particularly as kids. Right. And we experience those and then we we develop those habits, those stories, those whatever we might, because we actually need them. Mm mm-hmm. Then yes. after a while, they don't work.
1: Right. Uh, those coping mechanisms, if we did, if those stories did sort of start to be generated as kids mm. in the context of the family, um, they were protective. And they and they usually came because they it was important, like mm-hmm. like they there was a need to be protected. Right. When we bring these into adulthood. When we have more resources in our life, we're an adult, we can make more decisions, we have more connections, we have more capabilities and more or an increased cognitive ability. Right. Those stories then don't help us in adulthood.
0: Yeah. And we don't always see that we have the choice to jettison those stories Mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we just came right out of the gate. Right. Well, first of all, welcome to all of you uh, to another episode Really excited to have you. If you're listening on 106.9 Warm in Seattle, good morning. Thanks for joining us. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you so much for doing so and for subscribing and leaving comments. And uh, if you're watching our video feed on uh, our YouTube channel at Breaking Up With Our BS, how do we look? (laughs) Anyway. uh, All right. So last week, this all kind of fits together. Of course, everything we talk about kind of fits together. Mm -hmm. Last week we had a really good conversation about goals and kind of mm-hmm. delineating between goals, dreams, plans, that type of thing. And you wanted to talk about purpose. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it almost feels like a, another step further outward, or maybe a step internally into that into that big question we all have: what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? It's kind of that big internal question.
1: Well, it could be both. Okay. Right. Like I think that is a question that many of us ask ourselves what
0: is my purpose? Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And most people I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think many folks struggle with it. Mm. Right? Starting to it's almost like we're looking for it. And 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 sometimes we're looking outside of ourselves for it. Okay? Like we're asking people what they think should be
0: our, my purpose. Like, as in like something they're good at that they should do? Um like a job, a career? I, I, it could I, be that. Yeah.
1: I think sometimes when we're asking ourselves about purpose, um, sometimes we naturally think, okay, what am I good at? Naturally good at, and then that will help me sort of
0: find my purpose. Mm, my purpose. Because yes. something I'm naturally good at, the easier it is, <laughs> is that the story? The easier it is, the more I'm intended to do it, that's probably not what people mean.
1: Or or if I'm good at it, that means that must be my purpose. Ah. And even if, oh, that's interesting. I mean, even if we don't necessarily l- enjoy it, like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm good at numbers, so um, maybe I should look in this direction of of numbers. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? To do something with really numbers, but but it's it's not necessarily something I've come to enjoy, or or not even really understanding or knowing what it is that connect with for myself around what, what, you know, what might be my purpose. But
0: then it can also go the other way, right? Can people, people can ask the question around, what do I enjoy the most? So maybe that can be my purpose. So I can do that. Right. So like one of the things I've jokingly said is uh, one of the things I really like is I like to travel. I like to fly. Mm-hmm. I want a job where some airline is going to give me a job where I can fly wherever they go. And then I can test out their in-flight service. I can test out their vacation packages. Oh, that sounds great. Right. See, wow. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Right. Well, some people wouldn't. <laughs> some people yeah. would. Yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. So should that be my purpose? Well. Because it can go the other way, right? It's not just about what I, I'm good I think at. it can go all sorts of ways. Sure.
1: And I think there's danger in the purpose being a single thing, no mm-hmm. matter how we look at it. What is my purpose? Typically, it's related to some kind of um, career mm-hmm. or job. Sort of we've learned that we need to have mm-hmm. something we're passionate about. Or a role, maybe. Yeah, that, that provides some purpose. Um. Yeah, I I think I. mm, I've heard people say that. That yes,
0: I was put on Earth to be a mom.
1: Yes, that sometimes is is the case. Mm -hmm. Um, but but it's still a single thing, right? Right, and I think that there's as humans, I think that there might be more to purpose than you know how we sort of think about it in in a sort of a singular kind of thing. Because what if someone believes their purpose is to be a mom and for whatever reason don't have the experience of kids. Yeah. For cause there could be a lot of different reasons why that might mm-hmm. be the case or, or or not for as long as they'd like to. Right. Right. So so that sense about there being a singular thing that I'm supposed to do here. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. And then what if it doesn't happen? And there's, the, um, and there can be a lot of BS stories around that.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. And I, I have several people rolling through my mind, <laughs> including myself, because mm-hmm. we all can do this. Yes, at various points. Yes. Um, who I know have those points of focus where it's about, um, all different kinds actually, mm-hmm. you know, doing a certain kind of work mm-hmm. and having that look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could, could be it. Right.
1: Yeah. You know. Well,
0: Mm -hmm. And accomplishing a certain number of things like financial security or notoriety or um, even just a sense of peace. If I do this job well enough, I'm going to feel good and look back on my life and go, I lived a worthwhile life. Mm -hmm. I can even sometimes do that too, like having written this book. Like somebody asked me, why would you write the book? And I always seem to have a different answer. The the real core one is I had a story to tell. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I wrote it, and it was a way of working out some things for me. Actually, even though it's a fiction yeah. novel, it was working some things out for me. Um, but there's also the story of that I can tell is like I want to leave some mark that people knew I was here. <laughs> you know? I want to leave something to posterity.
1: Yeah,
0: right to contribute something. Mm-hmm. Right to have mm-hmm. to have been a quality citizen. Mm-hmm. Right to yeah. have left my corner of the world better than mm-hmm. when I found it.
1: Yeah and and none of those are a singular focus mm. right so what 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 happens is i'm thinking about several clients i've had over the last maybe 7 to 10 years where they're in that college age they're like starting to get oh out of high gosh, school yeah. college age get out of college getting out of college right the pressure that so many of these young folks feel to find their purpose at that age is kidding. debilitating. No kidding. It's paralyzing. Yep. And that's the danger of having a singular purpose. Man. The pressure to, you know, launch into their lives and find some kind of independence, some kind of place for mm-hmm. themselves uh, in a way that, you know, whether it's they can be recognized or belong or make money or have start out a career or be able to, you know, financially become independent. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to find a purpose that they're passionate about at this young
0: age. It's a problem because it, it, it seems to me, and I wonder, I wonder how this lands on you, how much of that is about finding security? Because if you find your purpose, you're secure. What is it? Emotionally, financially, spiritually, you know, existentially you know how much is it is it about that because i know from my experience as a college professor for a number of years i had students where the pressure was their parents were on them about finding a career path that would give them financial security yes. more than anything else mm-hmm. you know and i was teaching history so they had parents saying what are you going to do with a history major besides teach well, there's plenty so how yes and that because that, that whole thing of pursuing security to me is a real problem in this, if the idea of purpose is to give yourself some level of security in I lived a worthwhile life or financially, that doesn't sit well with me either for reasons that I can't quite fully articulate at this point.
1: Yeah. Uh, I uh, The mixed messages, I think, that um, folks in that age group are are getting now and maybe have been getting in the last 10 years or so around, yes, Security is a real thing, and they will hear it from their parents about security. Mm-hmm. And they're also hearing, though, you're supposed to be passionate about the work that you do. <laughs> pursue your passion. Right? And so sometimes, many times, those things don't aren't aligned right out of the gate. Yeah. It can take decades to f- land into mm-hmm. where, wow, this is what I feel passionate about now i feel my purpose as opposed to looking for it yeah right i'm here i'm able to you know but we're putting that pressure on these young folks Mm -hmm. who okay security i get right okay so some sense of being able to pay for things right right but having the pressure of meeting both of those right right out of college Mm -hmm. yikes
0: right or even earlier Right. Yes. It's, it's paralyzing. It is paralyzing. Um, and, and the pressure for, I mean, there's enough pressure as an adult. Like if, if you're in a career path and I've experienced this, you're in a career path and you see the dead end coming, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're like, I don't want to do this Mm -hmm. or I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. Whatever the reason is, Mm -hmm. those things change Mm -hmm. over time. And I know that from my own experience, what can happen is, is, is as those inevitable, I look at them now as those inevitable challenges in life come up if you have certain BS stories wrapped up around that idea of purpose, you can spin yourself into an existential crisis and worse. What am I doing wrong that this isn't happening or this was going fine. And suddenly now there's a challenge, you know, am I being challenged by God? Am I being challenged by the universe? Am I, you know, am I, have I made wrong choices and that's why this is happening. That's debilitating too. So not Mm -hmm. just the reality of what's happening, but then those stories can come. Mm -hmm. And then what does it mean if I don't, Mm -hmm. what if I, if I don't get back on track, if I don't, Mm-hmm. find my purpose. Right. So the
1: just needing to find a purpose throughout oh, the early years of life is too much pressure. We we, we, sh- we don't need to be putting that pressure on young people. Purpose can come without a ton of efforting.
0: Okay. All but, right.
1: But we've got to trust that. Okay. Right, and we just, as collectively, just want to go out there and make stuff stuff happen, right? Mm-hmm. And we push, and we put pressure, and we create anxiety, and we create stress, and burnout, and survival mode,
0: and we don't need to do that. Okay, so that's that gets to the heart of what you wanted to hit. You just said that doesn't take a lot of efforting mm-hmm. for that. Let's unpack that because what I what I hear you saying is is maybe what we should be talking about, particularly with younger people, maybe for all of us. Mm-hmm what skills, what skills do we have? Not necessarily even just like physical skills or emotional, mental skills. How well are we living? How well are we learning how to do various things? Like it would certainly make sense that if we're not going to put pressure on kids to find their purpose, teach them how to take care of their finances. Yeah. Would be a good one. Mm -hmm. Right. Teaching them um, emotional presence and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and what, what does emotional integration mean? You know, at having them ask questions about the world at large, giving them open space to explore what it is that they believe in, and, you know, gently learning how to challenge that so they can think those things through. It seems like skills would be something would be better. Skills
1: would be a great place to start. And I think that most folks would say we are teaching skills. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of skill pro- skillful programs out there. And there's lots of opportunities for those. Mm. Uh, I think you know of some. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we, they're available, right? right? And that, and yes, that's important. And we, I, if we could just sort of drop some of the things for a bit, and let some of the things we already have intact be more of a focus, mm. right? Because I think that value that we've placed on purpose over skills, totally, we've overvalued purpose. Mm-hmm. and undervalued skills. Let's just give purpose a break for a little bit. How about that? And then all the things that are sitting there waiting for folks to take advantage of can be higher valued. Right. We can start to uh, invest a little bit more time and, and focus there
0: because
1: mm-hmm. they're there, mm-hmm. right? It's not like they're not available. Right. It's just that we've undervalued an overvalued purpose. And purpose is an abstract-ish
0: sort of thing. That we don't think is abstract. Right. 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 It's almost a BS story its own. It is. its, it its is. own self. It is. So, so then uh, something else that I've heard people say, um, young people and older people alike, is experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was thinking with younger kids, maybe explorations. You know, you help develop those skills and then the explorations of these various things. Some will say life is about experiences or the purpose of life is that where does that where does that land for you? Right. If we're not having to think
1: so much about what our purpose is, we can go out and have experiences. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Even so. We've been talking about young younger people, but even uh, folks who are a little older, maybe going through a transition. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've raised their kids Mm -hmm. or they want a different kind of career. And they realize, okay, this career that I've been in for the last 10 years, I don't really love anymore or 20 years. And I want to find a, so we have 40 year olds and 50 year olds and 60 year olds trying to find their purpose. Right. (laughs) What if we just had more experiences? What do we want to experience? Forget the purpose because then we dial it down to one. Mm -hmm. Well, I tried that. That didn't work.
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: tried this other thing too. It didn't really pan out the way I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And then I did this. So now I really don't have any idea. (laughs) so we're evaluating our experiences Mm -hmm. yeah around whether or not we can you know pursue a a career in this Mm -hmm. or you know um mostly a lot of times it's around that a lot of times a lot of times it is it is and then if we can't pursue a career around that for whatever reason Mm -hmm. or it's going to be really challenging or there's no such thing as a like kind of like the thing that you want to (laughs) do maybe there is a thing the the air to... the the flying oh around. the flying yeah 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 <laughs> maybe there is a thing I'm not, I don't want I want people to be creative yeah. right I'm not like trying to like you know you know qu- squash creativity sure but then okay well then I, I I have no idea what my purpose is and the and there and it's a constant sort of internal struggle yeah. and and rumination around okay maybe it's this maybe oh my it's that gosh, maybe yeah. it's
0: and then and then the stories about it having it need to be on a certain timeline mm-hmm. you know in order to do this and and You know, a friend of mine a handful of years ago, I've told this story elsewhere before, blew my mind one time when she said to me, she said, why is it that when people ask us what we do, we go to our jobs? Yeah. And she doesn't. Mm -hmm. She talks about all the other things that she likes to do. Nice. You know, all the experiences she has. And and her job just happens to be the way she pays bills. Not that she doesn't enjoy her job because she does, but she's not identifying around that. And that blew my mind Mm -hmm. when I first heard it years ago but i've really really sort of seen that the real truth to that and from a place of presence when i'm really when i soften and when i'm when i'm centered i can really experience the truth of that like wow yes all these other things it doesn't have to be what i do for a living as my purpose so mm-hmm. yes. where, do we, where do we go with that so experiences are good mm-hmm. skills are good this notion of purpose might itself be a bs story the way we're pitching it mm-hmm. So where do you land on how to frame that? Right. Like what if we're so
1: you know, what if what if connection with each other? What if like growing and creating mm-hmm. mutual sort of histories and experiences together mm-hmm. is, is part of what what, what could be a good thing in being here, right? When we identify so much with our work, we remember that. We don't have ultimate control in the workplace.
0: Like we talked about last week. Right. There's only so much we have control over in a lot of things. Yes. Right. Okay. No
1: matter how much control we actually have mm-hmm. or, you know, power in our workplace that we actually have, we we don't have complete control there. Mm-hmm. So um, if we've over-identified ourselves as that particular thing in that role, mm-hmm. then we've 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 kind of disempowered part of ourselves. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, wow. So yeah. because we don't, we don't. I mean, like we could be laid off. We right. could be fired. We could have to be, you know, mm-hmm. moved to this particular job instead of that particular job. Yeah. Or the 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 business could close or, you know, all kinds of things that are completely out of
0: yeah. our control. Yeah.
1: And then we're missing out on all of the other experiences and parts of life that we actually can
0: choose which themselves the ones that seemed like we're talking about the connecting the living experiences aren't based around anticipated outcomes are they
1: no nope.
0: whereas they don't have to be it just occurs to me that a lot of our stories about purpose have to do with certain outcomes mm-hmm. i'll know i'm successful if my purpose is to be successful when i have these things mm-hmm. or i've done these things mm-hmm. wow yeah so in some ways living well Mm-hmm. As far as a purpose goes and living well is particularly from a place of presence is about that,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: growth, mm-hmm. that connection, proving our relationships. Being in tune with
1: ourselves so that we can make healthier decisions for ourselves and yeah. our physical health even.
0: Right. Because not every experience is one that we should go after <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. I mean, How do we I mean, discern that? Mm hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How do we prioritize? Because, you know, one of the things we've talked about on the show before, there's no such thing as a complete human experience. Mm-hmm. No one human can experience everything that a human can experience mm-hmm. in one lifetime. So how do you choose? Right. And then how do, you, how do you let go of the fact that you might not ever experience this mm-hmm. or that? Mm-hmm. It has to be from that place of presence where it's a feeling of I'm glad I'm getting to experience these things. It's mm-hmm. from a growth rather than a, a lack of.
1: And a sense of being okay, because often when we don't experience the things that we've expected or mm-hmm. or, or wanted to experience right. and, and and then that opportunity doesn't allow for it for whatever reason, we can, that really can increase our stress level. It can isolate, yeah. we can isolate, we can disconnect. We can think our whole life is
0: for what? Right? Or we wasted it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that leads to a whole lot of problems A we can.
1: whole lot of problems. When we realize in a place of being grounded and centered and present, we can handle whatever life throws. Yeah. We don't have to like it. We can handle whatever life throws. Mm-hmm. And then be open and curious to what comes next.
0: Mm-hmm. It gets me. It, I'm, I'm reflecting on what you're saying just from, a, from having felt so many times being in that present place one of the things it does provide automatically is a sense of worth. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That sense of a connection with the sense of value and just being alive and being able to breathe and being able to be in that moment, understanding that you have value. It's inherent actually from that position. I'm just, I'm just realizing that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we spend a lot of time pursuing those external things that we hope will give us value. And really from that position, you can really experience it going, wow, I am Okay. And when you're okay, you can say, okay, then I have, there's value in this. This feels good. And that's true resiliency.
1: When we think about resiliency, it's Mm. not about how we think about things. Resiliency is in the body, right? So if we are knocked off our rocker or maybe (laughs) I'm a Grammy, so I use rocker, (laughs) knocked (laughs) off our rocker um, because things in the world aren't happening in the way that we want them or for us or in the way that we visualized. And so Mm. now we're doomed. Mm. That's the opposite of that. And that's all in the head. Those are the the BS stories that we're telling ourselves that we as an individual are doomed Um, or not, you know, worthy of having the experience that we want to have. Right. But the body knows how to help us know that we're okay know that we can be resilient through the tougher times, through the mm-hmm. times that we'd prefer not be here. And when we can trust that and get in there, we're going to be able to experience so much more than we might. It's have true. Thought.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's and it says it's empowering in the truest sense of the word because you you automatically connect to it. It's not manufactured. It's it's one of the things that's been most valuable to me in this experience of of doing this is I didn't have to pull it from anywhere. It was already there.
1: You didn't have to believe it or no. make yourself like, <laughs> no. like oh, if I could just make myself believe this thing, right? Uh-huh. You didn't have to do that. Yep. Cause it was felt.
0: That's right. It's that softening, that breathing into the belly, the connecting with, with that part of our nervous system, that safety system that's hardwired into all of us. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder, everybody, this isn't woo woo made up stuff. This is how our bodies are wired. This is just as much a part of us as our lungs, as our eyes, as our toes, as all those things that exist in us that we can tap into. Mm-hmm. Just we don't we don't spend a lot of time learning how to tap into that.
1: No. We should talk more about that next time too a little okay. bit. I know we talked about the nervous system and the safety system and the stress system and all of that way early on I think maybe in episode number 2 or 3.
0: Something like that. It might be good to bring it back around. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's let's play with that a little bit next
0: time. We'll play with that next time. All right. Yeah. We'll kind of bring it back to, I don't know, the science of it or how it works Mm -hmm. in the body or whatever. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd Mm -hmm. be great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, this was great. Thanks, Bonnie. That was was cool. Yeah. It was great to see you too. And, and thanks to all of you for uh, joining us for this episode of breaking up with RPS. (laughs) Remember to uh, check us out on our YouTube channel at our Facebook group. Feel free to join that for content in between episodes. And uh, thank you again for subscribing from your favorite podcast platform. Or listening on one hundred six point nine, warm uh, in Seattle. Uh, Tony, thanks again. Good to see you. Thank you, JD. All righty, and I am JDK K I'm Tony Santa We will see you next time for more junk debunking.
1: Yes, what he said. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now! I'm. In- I don't think he felt anything after the crash. <laughs>